from Alaska Public Media, this is State of Art. Welcome to the weekend and to State of Art, your weekly dose of Anchorage Arts and Culture. I'm Ammon Swenson. Coming up, we'll hear from Tent City Press owner Bryce Frederick about the space and their collaboration with the Anchorage Public Library and the Seed Lab on a series of zine-making workshops. But first, Anchorage Community Theater's current production, Constance and Sinestra and the Cabinet of Screams, opened October 21st and wraps up this Sunday. The spooky musical was first put on by ACT back in 2019, but Executive Director Matt Fernandez says the audiences can expect a bit more blood and guts. Here's Fernandez. Constance and Sinestra takes place on a house on a cliff where basically two girls, Constance and Sinestra, their mother has just died and their father has gone mad because of it. And their father is a taxidermist. And in his grief, he digs up their mother, stuffs her, taxidermies her, and places her in the hallway watching over the two little girls as he is wallowing down in the basement with his taxidermy. And their mother basically said to them to never go outside because of all of the dangers that are out there. So basically, Constance and Sinestra are in their house with their mother watching over them. They get visited by a new couple that moves into the neighborhood called the Vanderscabs, and they have a bakery in the neighborhood, and the Vanderscabs have a bit of a dark secret of their own. How would you say it maybe compares to the previous run if somebody saw it, you know, a few years ago? Well, this show, we opened up the theater a little bit more, so we used more of the space. We tried to make this show a little bit more, a little bit more of a gruesome tone in terms of uh, we added some blood effects and things like that with some of the show and really wanted to show this performance with a little bit more horror special effects. Yeah. With the, you know, increased blood effects and stuff like that, have you been trying to maybe take kind of some of the more like stage effects and step it up a notch with this production? Absolutely. I mean, typically with theater productions, you, if there's, you know, blood involved or whatever, you, you know, pretty much gloss over that and you basically leave it up to the audience to make up their mind on what the steam will look like. But with this one, I thought, why don't we just go the extra notch and add some of the actual practical blood effects, which typically can be a problem with stage plays where, you know, special effects of any kinds and, you know, stage plays pretty much go off whether they work or not. And when you have a live audience. And so in the, in the play where we have live, where we have a scene where especially the, the dad is performing taxidermy, we added, we thought we would just, Take take the risk and add extra blood effects to where he is taxiderming the animals where the blood could actually work. And so we uh, <laughs> we basically worked with different props and whatnot to create blood shooting out of the animals that are taxidermied and organs and whatnot that would squirt blood and things like that. And directed the actors to not necessarily aim them at the audience, but to have them be contained on stage totally like front row you will not get wet hopefully not but (laughs) depends whether or not the effect works there's always the chance you'll get a little residual blood splatter yep is there anything else that you'd want to add about Constance and Sinestra or any of the other kind of you know 
Halloween-y type stuff you got going on? Well, I mean, Constance and Sinestra is, it can still be considered a fairly new play, and it hasn't been very widely distributed throughout the country. Constance and Sinestra had its world premiere at West High School back in, you know, 2012 or something. Oh, wow. And we did it at ACT, and so it it has had a good history with Alaska, and it is just a really, so far, an unknown musical, but it is a very well-received and, and enjoyed musical with uh, beautiful music, and audiences seem to really enjoy it. That was Anchorage Community Theater Executive Director Matt Fernandez. Constance and Sinestra and the Cabinet of Screams has its final shows this weekend. The Seed Lab in downtown Anchorage will be hosting a zine fair and swap on Friday, November 4th from 6 to 9 p.m. The event wraps up a month-long collaboration between the Seed Lab, Anchorage Public Library, and Tent City Press. The groups hosted a series of zine-making workshops at various libraries around town to help people make their own DIY mini-magazines. I caught up with Tent City Press owner Bryce Frederick to talk about her space, the workshops that happened last month, and the upcoming zine fair. I love the tangibility aspect of it. I love the kind of artifact nature that it brings. Like printing is just such a like fascinating medium to me because there's so much information that we're able to now kind of transmit and like put out digitally. So that kind of takes the onus off of needing to have every single thing printed which lets you then kind of redirect your focus on what would I want to print? Like what kind of intention are you bringing into projects? You know, I find that like, I don't see a lot of signs of it dying very much as an art because there's a lot of really passionate printmakers. There's so much utility for it. You know, print inherently is about people and connections, like, you know, the multiplicity, the ways that you like approach your projects, even the projects themselves. So what would you say that, you know, obviously you're kind of like a hybrid, like business maker space, it sounds like. So what what exactly does Tent City Press do, generally speaking? So Tent City Press is a community studio. <laughs> I'm largely member focused, trying to make sure that our members have like all the materials and equipment they need and that the space stays, you know, tidy and viable for projects. We will do booths and events um, and stuff like that for art appreciators and lovers around Anchorage. And I also like to reach out to students through workshops, both in the studio, like uh, our screen printing essentials workshop taught by Will Dowd, and then also letterpress workshops. And then we'll also do things like this, where we'll collaborate with Anchorage Public Library and Seed Lab to put together just kind of like a Nice little succinct series of like particularly focused workshops. Yeah. And before we get on to your kind of collaboration stuff that you did with the library and Seed Lab, what other types of projects have you either helped facilitate or, you know, kind of been a part of? Ooh. So over the last four years in particular, which I'll focus on, I've had a really great opportunity to work with a lot of awesome local artists. Some of my favorite projects that have moved through the studio have been ones like last summer, we had two artists up from LA who were working on a public works project for West Anchorage High School. So being able to help uh, see that move through the studio is really awesome. Personally, I've really enjoyed time working with the museum. I published a project with Magdalena Hartlova a few years ago called There is a Place in My Body, which was a collaborative zine. The body was printed by Jimmy Reardon and I published the covers and did all the binding in the studio. So being able to do that, which included the work of, you know, several 
amazing artists from around town. Like you got your Melissa Shaganoff and Holly Nordlum, quite a, yeah, quite a few other great names in there. So being able to work with other artists, imagery and concepts and has been a really great experience. Just kind of like, I know how to use all this crazy equipment. Let me show you how we can make it work. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, even, oh, recently, this last week, I had a woman reach out to me just through the website, just kind of cold. She had just recently had her mother pass away, and she found this artifact in her mother's bedroom that included, like, a you know, just a little phrase, like, you know, a little set of rules to live by. And she reached out so that we could, because she would like to have them letterpressed. So I was able to bring her into the studio. We met, I was able to go through everything uh, or like all of the types that we had, all the image blocks. We were able to kind of like set out a plan for how to execute that project. And I mean, that's kind of like the core of what I really enjoy doing as a studio manager is being able to, you know, connect these like really important, precious ideas that people have and, you know, help them kind of like realize them and sublimate them and you know, actually get something into their hands that they're then able to pass out along to the other people in their lives that they also want to share those visions with. Well, let's talk about the kind of zine workshops and stuff that you've been doing. So as far as I understand, you know, this past month, you've been working with the Seed Lab and the Anchorage Public Library on a series of zine workshops. Can you tell me about that and maybe kind of how things went and how that worked? Absolutely. So we've had, uh, I think, four or five workshops by now held largely in the libraries around town. The most recent one, though, was taught by Sequoia at Seed Lab. The workshops that we've had in the library started out with Jimmy Reardon teaching a one-page zine workshop, which, you know, if you're not familiar with Jimmy Reardon and AK Bookmobile, he is the absolute Alaska zine whiz. So he's really great at teaching those kind of like fundamental basics. And one page scenes are such an easy way to get your foot in the door in terms of, you know, being able to make a literally tiny little product that you're, that, you know, it's very, it's very satisfying. We had Nolan Herzog who taught with us over at the Mountain View Library earlier this month. He taught his particular kind of style of zine making, which is largely collage based. He's, Nolan is really awesome. He's been a Tent City member for, oh my gosh, I think about, four years now, three, four years now. And he actually had approached me at a zine or at like kind of a self-publishing fair at the museum a few years back with these kind of collage style zines asking me how to help. And he was already mostly there. So being able to like help him figure out how to like, you know, kind of close the circuit on his process and then being able to tap him for this and say, hey, do you want to teach a zine workshop? It was really, that was a really great experience. And then we had two workshops taught by Candace Blass, who's absolutely, she's a wonderful poet. She used to run the uh, Church of Love back when it was the Church of Love, uh, which is now the Nave. And she did this wonderful zine called Smell Poems a few years back that was just basically meditations, like daily meditations that she would do through poetry on like the smells around her. She does a lot of like sensory-based writing. It's all very, it's all very wonderful. I was able to attend the one on Muldoon, I believe last week. And it was, you know, it, it was a really excellent like time. It was about an hour and a half long. She prompted the entire room through just this meditation process on where we were at, what smells we were, we were kind of encountering, what sounds were around us, you know, the ways that 
we the things we were touching made us feel. So it was very, it, I liked that approach of a zine workshop where it was a lot more focused on creating content rather than the physical side of things. So we've had a really great range. I've been really excited about the workshops, hoping that uh, we'll be able to do them again sometime. Well, let's talk about the zine fair really quick coming up uh, Friday, November 4th at the Seed Lab downtown Anchorage. What can you tell me about that? It sounds like, you know, people will be there showing stuff, maybe trading, you know, talking about their craft. Oh, yeah. No, that's definitely the hope. We are going to be having that. We're we're, call, we're billing it as a zine swap, which is kind of great. I think in terms of getting back to just the like, Hey, makers talking to makers, trading, you know, trading materials with each other. We've got a sign up sheet, which is really short up on our website front page where you can reserve some table space. But I also want people to feel free to just throw some of their zines in their pockets and, you know, come on through if they'd like to come through. No need for any kind of formal table space. We had someone that came through the Anchorage Zine Fair last year that like left a bunch of little zines and last year's was a lot more focused on like you know having kind of a bookshop feel and so it was funny to like kind of go through at the end of the night and go wait a minute these aren't <laughs> these aren't our in our inventory so you know I, I think that I'm very excited about the kind of potential for spontaneity in that event and we'll have the library we'll have a table set up for people to sign up for um, library cards we're going to have a community swap table I'm going to have some little printed Rizo ephemera flyers it's going to be a lot of fun. That was Tent City Press owner Bryce Frederick. Along with the Anchorage Public Library and the Seed Lab, they'll be hosting a zine fair and swap at the Seed Lab on Friday, November 4th from 6 to 9 p.m. And that's all the time we have for you today. For links and more content, you can head to the State of Art page on alaskapublic.org. I'm Ammon Swenson. Thanks for listening. State of Art is a production of Alaska Public Media, which is solely responsible for its content. The views expressed are those of the hosts and participants and do not reflect KSKA or its underwriters. Theme music is Spring Breakup by Termination Dust. Get in touch with the host by sending an email to soa at alaskapublic.org.